Good evening. This is the Wine of Life podcast. Um, I haven't been around for a while. I've been busy and also had wasn't feeling great. But I'm going to do a couple more videos after this one, but this will be short. This is just a response to the video that um, Dr. Ortland and uh, Dr. Jordan Cooper did about baptismal regeneration uh, with uh, Austin from the Gospel Simplicity Channel. Um, and their discussion on it, on baptism, I thought was really interesting and something that I wanted to discuss my reaction to it because there was a question that I had about it that I haven't got answered yet. Um, uh, but they but they talk about their uh, various um, definitions of regeneration, that generally being some, someone who's made alive to God, someone who was dead and then made alive to God again. Dr. Ortland being a Baptist, so they think he's, I think he's Reformed Baptist, but he, he being a Baptist... Dr. Cooper being a um, Lutheran, so they had different ideas about what baptism is. And um, it was two parts. I'm going to put the links in the description below to those uh, two parts. I, uh, I highly recommend you um, take a listen to those and uh, to the various channels, Gospel Simplicity, um, Truth Unites, I think is Dr. Orleans, and Justin Center, which is Dr. Cooper's. Um, so they talk about typology, the way that the Old Testament um, prefigures uh, baptism in, say, Moses' baptism that's discussed in First uh, Corinthians 10, uh, the way Peter talks about the flood being a prefigure of baptism in First uh, Peter 3. Uh, so they talk about that. They had some disagreement about, is you know, water being discussed, pure water being sprinkled on people. Um, for an example, something like Ezekiel 36, Dr. Cooper leaned towards that being uh, a statement about baptism, whereas Dr. Ortland disagreed with that. Um, uh, so they, they talked about many things. Um, you know, is salvation causative of, or is baptism causative of salvation? Is it salvific? Does it cause your salvation? Uh, or does one need faith? And this obviously, um, you end up touching a little bit on infant baptism, even though they've had a discussion about that before these these um, this two-part uh, conversation they had. So uh, me being a Baptist, most people would know where I would stand uh, on that, although my, my views may differ a little bit from what generally Baptists might say about baptism and the sacraments in general. Uh, but I, it was a thoughtful discussion, and uh, we learned a little bit more, I think. Uh, the fact that um, Dr. Ortland quoted um, a Lutheran uh, theologian was kind of interesting, where he actually does acknowledge that some people um, are, regenerated, uh, are regenerated previous to baptism, and that baptism uh, is sort of a strengthening or a symbol of that uh, regeneration that already happened. Uh, Dr. Cooper still disagreed with that perspective, but he also acknowledged that there are other times or other ways um, that people can be regenerated, and obviously we see that in Scripture, um, where the only, uh, I think the only time that somebody was regenerated at baptism was uh, in Acts 19. The other times we see people being uh, regenerated um, after baptism, which is strange, but uh, after baptism in uh, Acts 8, we see it in uh, 
of course, Acts 10 with Cornelius, which is before baptism. They received the Holy Spirit when they believed. And then there's um, uh, Pentecost when people received it while in the upper room. They obviously weren't being baptized. So uh, Scripture has some funny things in it. And um, But that, but that was generally the argument. But the question I had, and they had a and a last night, and I missed it, but I did go later and... Um, get in the comment section, which I've had some people respond to me, but I've ended up in a weird um, discussion about Augustine's perspective on uh, on the inability of the will somehow. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but n- neither Dr. Orland or Dr. Cooper have responded to me about this. But they, in part two, um, uh, Dr. Cooper used... Uh, the church fathers as evidence of belief in baptismal regeneration uh, being something that's been taught all the way up through the church, not as it being merely symbolic, which Dr. Orland didn't completely believe it was merely symbolic, but you, you know what I mean? There's a difference in the interpretations of what baptism is. Uh, he doesn't believe baptism is salvific. So my question, though, is is that the early church fathers simply did not believe in the inability of the will. They were not the monergists in the types in the in the way that um, Martin Luther were, was, or any of the reformers, um, and one could argue Augustine as well. If you look at the the church fathers prior to um, Augustine, we don't see the idea that there there it is necessary that some special type of grace be given to an individual in order for them to uh, be able to have faith or respond to Christ. Uh, In the early church fathers and still in the East to this day, um, they believed that the image of God, that we were made in the image of God, and that image of God was not completely destroyed at the fall, and therefore they believed that uh, you have the ability to repent, for instance, if you hear the gospel message, that the gospel message itself is a means of grace. And uh, that's not to say that Augustine or other reformers believe the whole image of God is destroyed. It's just they define it in a different way. So the question for me would be, does that mean, since the early fathers held to that belief very clearly, they clearly believed in the ability of people to respond to the gospel message and of people to be able to repent and have faith, that grace does not precede faith, that you are not saved by faith through grace, but you are saved by grace through faith. Um, if that's the case, does that mean that the church fathers believed in some, in a different definition of regeneration? And um, now, Dr. Orland talked about the linguistic complexities in Scripture when talking about various things like baptism. But I think the that conversation should also have been moved to the church fathers as well, because even though they clearly use the language of baptismal regeneration, that doesn't mean that they define the words in the way that we define the words now, or that they define the words in the way that the reformers defined them. Uh, so it may sound or seem like they're saying something that you would agree with. You would say, this is how we think, this is what we believe but they might have a different definition for it. And so uh, that part of the discussion was strange to me because they never really got into... Because if, if you believe that original sin is something different, then you would have to believe that regeneration also does something different. So if you believe in the inability of the will and you need that regeneration prior to having faith, um, 
regeneration that means something different to you if you believe that you have the ability to have faith without being regenerated, that faith itself is the uh, mechanism by which you were born again. So that would change the discussion, and, and that doesn't mean that either one of them is wrong or right about it. It just it, It's not a deal-breaker within the argument. It just means that you can't then use the Church Fathers to support your opinion if they mean something different by it. And uh, I would think that the fact that they... Uh, uh, they seem to, there seems to be a consensus that the church fathers themselves do believe in some notion of a free will that even the that fallen man has the ability to repent and fallen man has the ability to have faith in God without some special type of grace being given to him by God which is the when i say monergist that means when they say god alone they mean in, in the complete literal sense that God has to give you faith in order for you to believe in him. God has to give you a grace in order for you to repent. God has to give you that, that you don't possess it naturally. And so when you hear the gospel message, why are people not saved? You, when they hear the gospel message, it's because God hasn't given them faith. Now, in the Lutheran perspective, they would um, they they do believe that grace is 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 uh, the gospel message is given universal that Christ died for everybody, whereas a Reformed person would not. But um, a Reformed person, uh, Calvinist, uh, but they still believe in unconditional election, and they still believe in a complete monergist type of salvation, which uh, the early church fathers didn't. So my question was, does, how can you use the church fathers to defend your position on baptismal regeneration if regeneration means something different to them than it would to the reformers later on? And now, of course, you who, who are, are making the arguments. Um, so that was my question. I haven't got a response back from either one of them, and nobody's really completely dealt with my actual question. They're, they're having discussions with me about other things, like Augustine. Um, but that's my initial reaction to it. It was a very interesting discussion. I recommend uh, everyone to see it, and I'll put the links to it below. I'm going to do, so I have some time now, I'm, and I feel better. So I'm going to do some of another video on Ecclesiastes going through that book, and then I'm going to do one on, funny enough, Augustine. Uh, we'll talk about how um, people who are calling themselves Augustinian Christians today within the uh, various Protestant traditions, uh, why they do that, how we differ, particularly from a Southern Baptist perspective, how we, we differ greatly from a lot of Augustinian, uh, Augustine's theology. So that's my uh, little reaction that I'm doing for today. I'll be coming out with a few more videos in the next couple of days, and I'll see you next time. If you like the video or if you want to respond, uh, you know, send some, uh, support, like, uh, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, all the stuff will be down in the description, and I highly recommend that you listen to these guys' um, channels on YouTube. So I'll talk to you next time. Bye.